Hello, and welcome to the Do You Podcast. Buckle up, because you're about to go on an adventure. An adventure to unlock your potential and change the direction of your life. I present to you, your host, Vera Stepina. Hello, and welcome back to the Do You Podcast. I'm your host, Vera Stepina, and today I want to talk about something that a lot of us deal with on a daily basis, pretty much. And a lot of times we just can't figure out the problem. And so I want to talk a little bit about how we perceive failures and how we usually deal with them. And so the thing about failures is that a lot of us, we just get super, super disappointed with a lot of things. And when the things don't go our way or the way that we expected, we choose coping mechanisms. They're not necessarily super beneficial for us. And I do talk a lot about weight loss because I believe that weight loss is not necessarily related. I mean, it is related, but not related in the way that most people think to just nutrition. But there's so much more of it at the base and at the core. And until we learn how to figure that out and how to solve that problem, we will never be able to lose weight sustainably and keep it off for the rest of our life. So I'm going to give you an example, like I said, on weight loss and just imagine, you know, I decided that I want to lose 30 pounds and I, you know, came up with this program. I don't know if I found it, maybe, um, yeah, I'll, I, I found it on the internet. And so there's a meal plan that I followed and I created these certain expectations for myself. Like if I follow this program, I'm going to be losing two pounds a week and then something happens. For example, I don't know, uh, your your uncle dies or COVID happens or the kids have football practice every single day. And so you can't follow the program to the T, right? And so what happens is that the results that you get out of the program do not match your expectations. And necessarily you go down this rabbit hole and you're like, well, I'm a failure. I can't even keep up with this. I I can't do anything productive in my life. I can never, you know, reach my goals and all of those things. But the reality is that why we always think that way and why we say things like that, it's because we are just simply disappointed and we're disappointed with ourselves, right? And so at the core of most of our quote unquote failures, or so we call them failures, but really they aren't, is the disappointment. And why do we get so disappointed in general? Uh, it's really helpful to figure that out for yourself so that you can just be aware of those red flags. And so you can look at them, observe them, and understand that this doesn't, it doesn't have to be happening to you because you can in fact, respond differently to different triggers and different stimuli. So um, reason number one we get disappointed is our beliefs. Again, when I talk about the program that I followed and my beliefs, I have certain beliefs that have been created by myself and they were influenced by I don't know, mentors in my life or maybe books that I've read. A lot of it comes from our parents, our environment as we grow up. And so there are certain beliefs that I have, and if I'm not able to open my mind to different possibilities, then in the end, it's always going to end up in disappointment because if something does not match my beliefs, then, and if I can't cope with that in just a rational way, 
like a normal rational way that it's going to lead to disappointment these are not my beliefs i'm just making an example okay like my beliefs is that in order to lose weight i have to eat uh, very little to no carbs and this is a belief that a lot of people have unfortunately and again it's it's very very highly influenced by social media and so many different influencers out there so like i said my beliefs are that if i don't eat low carb then i won't be able to lose weight right and so um when an event in my life happens like my kids have football practice every single day and i am put in a situation where my choices are limited and i end up eating more carbs than the program recommended uh, it goes against my beliefs and it usually will result on you know in a jump on a scale and it's not necessarily because you ate carbs but maybe because there is water retention fluid retention maybe you stayed up later um you know at night for a few days maybe you put more physical strain on your body all of those things but i will look at the scale number and i will automatically relate that to the foods that i ate and because it's against my beliefs again i'm like well duh obviously this is what's happening and i get deeply disappointed in myself because i did not keep up with the program and what happened was against my beliefs and this disappointment will likely lead to giving up on following through with the promise that i made to myself to begin with uh, reason number two is our expectations uh, like I said in the beginning, a lot of times we have certain expectations. And if you just look online and you're like, well, how much weight is it reasonable to lose per week? And you will see responses anywhere between one pound to two pounds to um, some sources, not a lot of sources would say higher end would be a half of a pound, which this is something that I would recommend. Personally, um, half a pound per week is a reasonable weight loss on the scale but again we don't know what's happening with your body fat but it's a different story and so let's say you are looking at these things and because of how our brain is wired we're looking at the higher number because that's what we want and especially if i'm really overweight you know i want to lose weight fast because we do want things fast we want a jump start we want a kick start we want something to get us going. So I'm like, okay, well, I am gonna pick this program because this program is promising that I'm gonna be losing two pounds per week. And again, going back to the event, something happened in our life, or I don't know, maybe you just simply didn't get enough sleep for like six days in a row, and you didn't lose that two pounds per week. Um, so your expectations are not met, and again, that leads to disappointment in yourself. And in this case, it can be something you're disappointed in your genetic profile, you're disappointed in just how life unfair and all of those things. So again, this results in being disappointed. Reason number three is we simply don't have tools on how to process failure or giving up, depending on how you wanna word it and we mostly we just don't have the tools to cope with our feelings and our emotions and if you have followed me for a while you can probably you've seen my shirts you have heard me say fuck your feelings and when i say that i don't mean that feelings are not useful or they're not helpful they absolutely are that's what separates us from the rest of the animals is that we have feelings we have emotions but the thing is that 
what leads to problems is our feelings about our feelings. So, for example, if you are feeling sad, something happened in your life, some sort of event, some physical pain, if you want, your uncle died, right? Like that's a big trauma. That is a big event to process. There's going to be a lot of sadness. But then we start to build up scenarios based on that sadness. And that's kind of like your secondhand feelings, or I call them secondhand feelings, is our feelings and emotions about the original feeling. So you start thinking about why is it so unfair? Why does it happen to me? And why, 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 why? And we start acting on those secondhand feelings. And we don't have tools to cope with those feelings. So automatically, we go to something that feels comfortable. And a lot of times what feels comfortable is food and drinks. And it might feel comfortable in a moment. But what happens after that is, again, disappointment. And you get disappointed in yourself because you couldn't, I don't know, be strong. You couldn't say no. You couldn't deal with your emotional, you know, emotions in a better way. So, again, ends up in being disappointed. And reason number four is our brains, the way our brains are wired, they're essentially wired to be thinking negatively. And this is not a bad thing. This is not a good thing. It just is. And if you think about our past, we lived in a dangerous world. If we don't catch our food, our food is going to catch us. So we always had to be ready to react to all kinds of different situations. So we always had to come up with the worst case scenarios in order to even be able to react to those because they actually happened a lot, right? But the thing is that we don't have those these days, but our brains are still wired that way because that's how humans are. So being able to understand and even be aware of all of those thoughts and being able to respond to those thoughts with different actions, that's a skill that you can develop by practicing. Again, everything, just like walking, just like riding a bike, everything needs practice. So if you want to develop those skills, then you need to practice them repeatedly. So you need to first become aware that this is happening. And again, this goes against all of the positive thinking that you will see out there. And I'm honestly not supportive of positive thinking. I'm not supportive of positive affirmations. I don't believe in those. If you have to affirm something, then that means that you don't believe it. And majority of those are just simply things that you tell yourself that you don't believe in. So your inner voice actually comes back with a reaction to these affirmations as well, which technically defies the purpose. So the way I like to look at it is you just need to become aware of those negative thoughts that usually pop through your head. And negative doesn't always mean bad. Just because you're having negative thoughts doesn't mean that these things are going to happen, right? And intellectually, you probably understand that, but you're like, Vera, how do I deal with that? And like I said, you deal with that by practicing. And again, lower your expectations a bit and don't expect things to change overnight. You're like, oh, well, now I know that I have negative thoughts in my head, so I need to remove them. And you can't remove them. You cannot get rid of them because they are there and everything that is stored in your brain is always going to stay there. What you can do is you can create a different path or per se overwrite some of those thoughts and you can come up with different responses. And when you reinforce those different responses, the way you think 
is also going to change. But when a situation comes up where you're uncertain or you are anxious or you're stressed out about something, all of those thoughts are always going to be there. But it doesn't mean that you need to respond to them in the way that you always have. So how do you practice? You literally have to be aware of the thought. And to do that, there is a really cool exercise that I recommend to my clients. And I mean, I read about it in one of the books that I, I read a lot of books. You get yourself a box of staples, a box of not staples. I forgot what they're called. Anyway, get yourself a box of, I don't know, push pins or something. And every time you catch yourself thinking about something negatively, you take one push pin out of there and you move it somewhere else to a different bin or a different jar. And just do that for one hour, but really, really focus on paying attention to what you're thinking about. And you will be surprised by how many negative thoughts you usually have going through your head just on a regular basis, even when you're working, even when you're doing something else, when you're not paying attention. So paying attention is thing number one that you need to learn how to do. And then once you look at those push pins and you're like, well, I had 32 negative thoughts in the last hour that I just became aware of. There probably were a ton of other thoughts that you just didn't even think about and didn't get aware of. So now what you can do every time a thought like that pops up, you say it out loud when your mind is telling you, like you're working on Google Sheets on your computer and a thought pops in and says, I'm not going to be able to finish that on time. So you say that out loud and you're going to say, am I not going to finish this on time? And you can come back with a rational response to that. If I continue to working on this Google Sheet with this space, I will be able to finish that on time. Or in the next 30 minutes, I'm going to be able to finish this Google Sheet on time. So whatever response it is, that thing is logical and rational. Then you come back to that voice. So you literally have to reinforce responses to those negative thoughts in your head if you want to make changes. And I mean, some people call this rewiring your brain. Some people call this change your mindset, shifting your mindset, whatever it is that you want to call it. But for me, the way I look at it, again, it's there's so many things that we have, so many thoughts that we have going through our head and we think that they are in control of us. And that's not true. They're not in control of us. It doesn't also like it doesn't mean that we can control it, but we also don't have to let it control us because we can come back with different responses. And by saying these things out loud or writing it down in, down in your journal or on a piece of paper, you're literally entering, you're adding a little bit more space between that thought and your response. And this is that magical space where you allow yourself to assess the thought and analyze it a little bit so that you can come up with a better response. So, I mean, I hope this is making sense. And like I said, I do talk a lot about disappointment and I've had a lot of disappointment in my life, honestly, and just learning how to not always be disappointed in yourself is a skill that's going to serve you really, really well for the rest of your life. Because once you learn that, you will also understand that just because you didn't reach a certain goal, it doesn't mean that your journey is over. A lot of times we look at goals as just the final, like, you know, the end point. But a lot of times goals that we set for ourselves, they're simply a direction 
of where we should be going. And if you start looking at your goals that way and you understand that, okay, so let's see what this teaches me. Maybe this is showing me a different direction that I can take on. And that will help you also remove disappointment from your life. Because honestly, honestly, it's really shitty, you know, to feel disappointment in your life every day, all day, all the time. It's a really, really, really shitty way to live. And again, I speak from experience and I deal with that, you know, on a daily basis with my clients. So I see that a lot. And if you have a question about how long it usually takes to change that, there is really no certain time when it comes to habits. And a lot of people would say, you know, it takes 21 weeks to develop a habit. Some people say, you know, it's going to take you like nine weeks and all of that is bullshit. It literally just takes, it goes down to how often do you practice that? Because if you practice awareness of your thoughts and coming up with a different response to the thoughts that you usually have, if you practice that daily, if you practice that as often as you can, you're obviously going to see progress a lot sooner than those that, you know, say I'm going to start Monday and I didn't have time yesterday and then I forgot and, you know, blah, 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 all of those reasons. And we are, we are really, really great with coming up and coming up with reasons about why we can't do certain things. And I don't necessarily think it's excuses. I literally just call them reasons. It doesn't make them good or bad, but they do define our journey and how we are going to make progress in life and how we are going to, how we're going to grow and how, like eventually where we are going to end up in life. So by practicing and practicing and practicing, that's how you get better. And that's how you learn new things. And again, we do that. You know, we teach our kids every single day. We teach our kids how to eat with a spoon. You know, we teach them over and over and over and over again. But then when it comes down to us, when we become adults, we, for some reason, think that everything is just going to happen magically to us, like in two days. You know, I read the book and I tried this and that didn't work for me. Well, congratulations. You probably didn't try enough times. Or I tried this food approach and that didn't work for me. Well, congratulations, you probably tried that three times in two weeks and that didn't work for you. So give it a chance and try and do something every single day repeatedly for like six weeks and see what happens then. And you're probably going to see some incredible, incredible results because these little things, they compound and they usually result in an outcome that you probably don't even expect. So I hope this helps. And like I said, I really like talking about disappointment in general. So if you have any feedback, if you had an experience that you're aware of in disappointment and how you were disappointed about something and how you allowed yourself that feeling of disappointment to basically go back or fall off whatever that, you know, miraculous wagon that everybody talks about. Please do share your thoughts. Please do share your feedback. If you have a question again, I would love to hear the questions and I would always answer them. And on that note, I will see you later and I hope you have an amazing time. Don't be so disappointed in yourself. (laughs) 
We thank you for listening and hope that our show helped you look deeper into your life and see how many opportunities you have right now to change the direction of your life. Please remember to subscribe, rate the show, and share on your social media with hashtags Do You by Vera, SD Transformation Coaching, and From Broken to Unbreakable. Catch you on the flip side.